0: those moments are the best moments of a conference like where something is organized by the community outside of the conference or that something spontaneous happens those are where the real like magic happens in terms of connecting with others so don't be afraid to to give those a go welcome
1: to design life Show about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke and I'm Charlie. And by the time you hear this episode, we will have already been to Config, done that whole thing. But uh, as we're recording this, we're a couple of days out, and so Fem and I both have design conferences on the brain. And today, we thought we'd talk about our tips for attending a design conference like what do we think about when we're heading into a conference what do we plan for if anything um what are we trying to get out of it What tips do we have for making the most of the time that you're there? And all of the things you hear us talk about is things that I'm sure we will both be putting into action at Config. So I'm looking forward to getting into this today. First FM, how's things going? Aside from speaking at Config and preparing your talk. Yes. What else have you been up to?
0: Yes, I (laughs) have been doing a lot of that, uh, which is fun. Uh, I also have been doing a few like brand collaborations recently, a few sponsorships. Fun. Uh, I actually just did one this week with Lottie Files which is the sort of Lottie animation tool Uh, and it I think it might be my most like successful brand collaboration so far in terms of engagement. That's awesome. Which is really cool yeah we did like a tweet and an Instagram and this like reel and video that I attached to the tweet and it did so so well on Twitter like people are loving it which it's really great. I'm, I'm really happy about it. Uh, sometimes with these brand collaborations, like you never know, like are people going to like it? Are people going to engage with it? It's such a like black box sometimes with the algorithms and things like that, but uh, it went well. So I am very pleased about that. So yeah, ending the week on a good note.
1: That's awesome. I saw that video on my feed too. And it like, it did seem like you'd made something, Custom for it, and I don't know, I think something about the video just Something about out. the video. Maybe Twitter, the new video platform. You heard it here first. <laughs> I, I wonder
0: if Twitter, like, helped me boost it because it had video in it, uh, so. Yeah. I'm going to try it again next time.
1: Yeah. What about you? Nice. Well, that's exciting. Well, I've been um, working on our meetup this week. Uh-huh. That's exciting. The Yeah, by the time, again, that you hear this, that would have already happened. But, yeah, we're doing a meetup at config. Um, also, just like in general, uh, because after config, I'm gonna stay with you, and so that's two weeks away total from home, Routine. and I'm like trying to get yeah, <laughs> yeah stuff sorted before then, uh, you know, a bunch of filming, organizing, admin staff, as well as packing. So yeah, it's been a busy week, but um, I'm looking forward to, to the trip ahead. Yes, so good. And uh, sorry,
0: you have to pack for like two climates basically. Cause like-
1: I know, everyone's <laughs> telling me San Francisco is like freezing and I'm like, yeah. I don't
0: know how to dress for this. I know, San Francisco <laughs> seems to be a little bit chilly by my standards at the moment. And uh, yeah, when you come and see me, it's definitely shorts and t-shirt weather. So we're
1: gonna have a yes, good time. I'm looking forward to a Canadian summer. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yes, totally.
0: Uh, you brought up this topic today you suggested that we we talk about this Uh, and I know that probably by the time this comes out it will be after the conference but there's of course many other design conferences in the pipeline this year Uh, so I'm I'm curious like how do you approach attending these conferences I feel like sometimes it can be super overwhelming especially when there's multiple stages or multiple tracks and you're like which track should I go to, which yeah. which stage, like sessions are happening at the same time. Uh, what's your approach to sort of uh, deciding how you're gonna make the most out of a conference?
1: Yeah, so the decision kind of happens at the decision around which conference to attend itself <laughs> for me. So I go to a conference mostly for the networking. And by that, I do not mean that I'm there handing out business cards. Aren't you? Don't worry, everybody. No, don't own a business card. Do have some stickers, though, to hand out to folks if they're interested. But I go there to meet people. I want to meet up with, like, designers who I've followed on Twitter and admire and would like to hang out with in real life. People who I already know but don't get to see a lot because they're... You know, on the other side of the world from me. So I try to pick a design conference that I'm like, this has a good chance of there being like a bunch of really cool people here. And I definitely think I made the right pick with config because of the, oh yeah, like, you know, it feels like my whole Twitter timeline is going. <laughs> um, I know last year, I think it was last year, it felt the same about Webflow, Webflow Conf as well though, that there was so many like really impressive designers going to that who I would have loved to met up with in real life. So there's a lot of design conferences out there where you can find this sort of thing. But yeah, I look around at like, what are people talking about? What's the buzz? Um, Who's going to be attending? Because when I'm going, that's what I'm going for is to like hang out with other designers um, sort of like for the other attendees just as much as the speakers. Of course, I want it to be a like quality event because conferences are expensive and travel is expensive and it takes time. You know, I I want to make sure I'm picking something good quality. But yeah, it's a... It's about the attendees as well as the speakers.
0: Yeah, I feel like that has increased for me since COVID, where now most conferences are very like virtual and in person, right? Like Config, they they are doing the whole thing online. You can watch it for free, but you can also attend in person. And that seems to be becoming more and more of a thing now. And so for me, the reason to go in person is really for the in-person networking, meeting other people experience because I could almost get exactly the same content and like learning like the talks you can watch uh, virtually. So for me, it's definitely more about the networking, the attendees and I don't know, there's something about this config in particular. I don't know if you feel this, Charlie, but it's like been this buildup of like three, four years of like the design community talking online, hanging out online, and now finally there's this opportunity to come together. So for me, it felt like yeah. something that I just didn't want to miss.
1: I saw people calling it design prom. Design <laughs> I prom. That. I didn't see yeah, that, yeah, but that's yeah. funny. <laughs> it is funny. Um, okay, so going to the your point about how sessions are going to be recorded and available online, live streamed. If that's the case, how do you choose what to go to in person at the event? Like, I don't know yeah. if you've been through the config agenda and decided what you're going to. I have, I have. That sort of thing. Okay, how how are you making those decisions?
0: Yeah, so I I did this week sit down and I downloaded the conference app that I learned. There's a conference app for, for config and you can like build your agenda basically. So you can go through the talks and like add talks you wanna to go to to your agenda. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down, like loosely look at what's going on and build a loose agenda. So I did do that, but I know that in the moment I'm just going to go to whatever I feel like going to, or like whatever my Mm -hmm. friends are going to, or like what we feel like going to, or if I feel like, nah, I'd rather just like chill outside with a couple of folks and miss a talk or two. I'm going to let myself do that. So I, I kind of build a loose agenda just so that if there's a moment of like, oh, what do I wanna see next or like what's going on? I can I can look at the agenda that I built for myself, but I'm very loose and flexible. And for me, it's more about like, yeah, hanging out with people, which talk do we want? Do we feel like going to right now? Um, so I'm very loose with my schedule. <laughs> what about you?
1: I, I'm i similar. I have also been through the conference app and added the a bunch that I'm interested in. Some, t- some slots I have like three talks. Yeah, and you're like, so I'll just choose in the, the moment, day. yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, I I find myself adding talks where I'm like, okay, either the speaker interests me or the talk topic is just interesting to me. It's not necessarily the ones where I'm like, okay, this is definitely the brand design track or whatever. Right. Where it's like, I should be going to this one because it's related most closely to the work that I'm doing. Um, I definitely just follow my interests. If there's a more relevant one, but there's one another one that I'm more interested in, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna go to that one because yeah. I think that you should fan those little like sparks of, of interest that you get. And um, I think that some good inspiration can come out of that, even if you're at a talk that isn't strictly related to the work you do day to day. Of course, at, at Config, I'm finding that a lot of things are pretty relevant because we're in a, <laughs> like a narrower, uh, what's the word? Like narrower niche yeah. um, of all the talks here. But like when I've been at Adobe Max, for example, they have talks from everything from like video to audio mm. to design to... Whatever the heck the other Adobe apps do. Like all of the different things. And so there as well, I would still go with what interested me. So whether it was like something to do with design, video, audio, whatever it was, um, that's the the flow that I went with. Because I think when you're interested in it, you're going to meet other people there who are interested in similar things to you. True. Who have also chosen to go to the talk for that reason. That's very true. yeah. Yeah, I also
0: will like take note of talks where the the speaker is like well known for that topic even if it's a topic that i'm not necessarily interested in or like that i that is a skill related to what i do so for example and i'm probably going to mess this up but i'm pretty sure i saw a talk on the config agenda from the folks at Duolingo about gamification in design. Right. I don't really do any sort of gamification style design. It's not something that I like particularly am interested in, but I know that Duolingo has had huge success in their, in their app Mm. with gamification. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm super interested to hear, like, how are they doing that? Like, that's so interesting. So if there is a, a topic with a really knowledgeable speaker or from a company that's well-known for something that I think is really interesting, even if it's not directly related to like my day-to-day skills, I added that to my agenda, for
1: example, because I'm like, that's super interesting. I like it, that's a perfect example, yeah, of what I'm saying about following your interest, not necessarily the relevancy. And another thing that that might be an example of is I have a rule with myself at every conference to try and go to one talk, session, workshop, whatever, that is like totally out of my comfort zone Ah, and, interesting. Like, something yeah. i know very little about and so the duolingo one might serve for that for me because one don't design apps yeah Two, true certainly don't design game information <laughs> for apps <laughs> <laughs> and so that that could be a good fit for that i just think that that's the kind of thing where i'm generally not going to put time into watching a talk that isn't right. relevant to my skill set, or like not needed, not something I can apply right away. Maybe that's a better way to, to say it. But I think in person, sometimes the inspiration hits differently when you're like in the room experiencing it and like seeing them really on stage. It does feel different to watching a talk on your computer screen, probably sitting in the same space that you're sitting all day to do your work. Yeah. It's like putting you into a different environment. And so I like to like lean into that and go out of my comfort zone into learning about something new.
0: Yeah, I I think that's great. And I I wish I had a bit more of that appetite. I feel like sometimes I've tried to attend the like more coding heavy or like, Mm -hmm. you know, engineering heavy talks. And I'm like, okay, I need to like, this is really interesting. I wanna try and learn more about it, but I often just get like overwhelmed or I tune out or I'm like, okay, this is so technical or complex. Like it's not really for me.
1: Okay, I've got to confess. Okay. That, that happens for me sometimes, Fem, with this rule. I have been burned by it in the past. Um, I, I remember the last uh, Adobe Max, I think was probably the last big conference I went to. And I went to one about designing voice AI oh yeah. or, or like a voice interface, I don't know. And it was well over my head, <laughs> didn't understand it at all. But I think that in, on some level, like hearing that, like was preparing me for like a future that was coming and I was right. starting to learn some of the key terms, at least to Google later, even if I wasn't understanding it at the time. Um, So I think it was still worth it.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm curious.
1: Are you a note
0: taker at conferences? Are you like taking notes? Uh, I know some people are super into this, like sketch notes or just like notes to share with their team or something later. Is that something that you do?
1: I wish I was a sketch (laughs) noter. I I really love sketch notes. I think it's a really fun way to present like what you took away from a session and to like, I don't know, doodle during it, I guess. But no, not me, not a sketch noter, can't do that. Do take notes though, but what I take notes on isn't what the speaker's saying, it's what I'm thinking about what they're saying. Ah, okay. So it's like, I don't know if they say something where I'm like, oh, that makes me think. I should do like, you know, and go down my own train of thought. That's what I'll write a note about. And maybe I'll write down like a a couple words of what they said to remember, like what sparked that. But yeah, that's what I try to focus on writing down is what inspires me about what they're saying something I might wanna like think about or look into later. Yeah. Like sometimes people give good book recommendations from the stage and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm not there taking notes like I used to do in university, <laughs> basically writing down everything that the lecturer was saying um, so that I wouldn't forget any of it. Uh, yeah, that's that's my approach. Yeah. What about you?
0: I, I think I used to do this a lot more earlier in my career, like rigorously taking notes at conferences. I don't seem to do so much anymore, although, Honestly, I haven't been to like really a conference in three years because of COVID. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe the fam of today is maybe. like a diligent note taker. <laughs> maybe, but I, I feel like I probably wouldn't do so. Definitely not to the degree that I did like earlier in my career. Uh, I think similar to you, like I might jot something down if there's like a book that they recommended or like a resource or something. I'm like, oh, I want to like bookmark that and look it up later. Uh, I probably would do something like that. But otherwise, I just try to let the inspiration like wash over me and then p-
1: process and like digest it later. Nice. See, I think that taking notes of what I'm thinking during helps me with the processing mm. later because otherwise I know that I get overwhelmed with right. all the talks that I've heard that day and I forget like little sparks of ideas and stuff I had. Yeah. Um, so I'm not taking a lot of notes, but yeah. I like I I will have my iPad open yeah. with the keyboard you know to yeah. to type things um I think that it's it's a matter of whatever works for you right when it comes to this totally um oh well okay when you do take notes cuz I just mentioned iPad are you doing handwritten? Are you doing it on your phone? Are you doing it on a laptop? Yeah, in the
0: past, it's mostly been in a note, like an actual notebook with a pen.
1: Yeah, uh, I've been trying
0: to decide what I want to do this time. Like, do I just want to have a notebook and pen, like just in case, or should I bring my iPad? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I, I don't want to be one of those people sitting there with like an iPad open and then I'm getting distracted and like looking at Twitter, you know. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll just do like the notepad situation. Uh, so that I encourage myself to be more engaged. I don't know.
1: Nice. I like that. I thought about doing a notepad too, but my problem is that sometimes I cannot read my own handwriting <laughs> unless I'm like really concentrating on what I'm writing down. Yeah. I like I honestly cuz I use a bullet journal for my to-do list every right. single day and sometimes I've like written something quickly during a meeting. I've like added something to my list. And I look back at it, and I'm like, "What the heck does that say? Like, what did I mean by this?" Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that digital notes is better for me if if I want to have any hope of remembering. That is later. <laughs> fair. Uh, this is like totally unrelated,
0: but sort of related. Uh, I recently had a meeting with my accountant, and he was taking notes on the remarkable. Uh, tablet have you heard of that that like e-ink tablet and he Mm -hmm. it was so cool he was just like handwriting and then it like just organized it really nicely and i was like that's cool because it's not so distracting with this like you know visual colorful screen display uh yeah tangent there uh i'm curious we both talked about networking right and going for like the Mm -hmm. audience what does it actually look like for you right i think a lot of people want to come to conferences to network but they maybe don't know how or they're like feeling really introverted. How does that work for you when you go to a conference? How do you actually network with others when you're there?
1: Yeah, so like I said, because I've made the decision of attending a conference based on who's going, usually I have in my mind like, oh, I would love to like speak to these people while I'm there. And there's, I have like a, I can't think of a better word for other than like hit list. (laughs) 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 like. It's a list of conversations and people that I want to talk to. Yeah. Um, not always necessarily actually written down, but sometimes because I am a list person. Um, but yeah, I think in advance about who I want to speak to. And then I feel like I'm ensuring that I'm going to have some good quality conversations and, uh, you know, meet my goals of, of speaking to folks and strengthening those relationships, perhaps that I've started online. Um, I think that then meeting in person is a really good idea, but I also am like honestly down to talk to anyone mm-hmm, at a conference, mm-hmm. especially if they talk to me first. I'm less likely to just randomly start speaking to a stranger these days, just yeah. because I do have like a lot of people like and I intentionally want to speak to, so I'll be more likely to seek them out. But if someone wants to start speaking to me, I'm like, great, let's have a conversation. Let me find out more about you, because um, we're all at this event, it means we've all got something in common, and especially for something like Config where it's like quite a niche, yeah. So um, I think just being open-minded, I guess, is what that ramble can come yeah.
0: down to. <laughs> no I I agree. I Similar, like I have folks that I feel like I'm friends with online and I really want to meet or catch up with yeah. or hang out with. Some people, so much so that I'm trying to uh, find time to even meet up with them outside of the conference, like, hey, let's have a coffee yep. beforehand or something, because um, conference is so busy, so much going on. Uh, but there have been times where i will see someone i remember actually at the last config i was in the lunch line and the woman next to me was someone who i followed on twitter for like years and we've like tweeted back and forth but never like met irl and so there was this moment of like i knew she was standing there and she knew i was standing there and it was like hi like i follow you on twitter and it's like what do you say in that moment and i i think i said like hi, I really like your tweets or something super lame. Uh, And, like, just to kick off that conversation of, like...
1: Yeah. You know, you feel
0: like you're friends online, but you're not, like, really friends. Like, let's be real. Uh, yeah. But just to, like, start that conversation. And so... Yeah, uh, even it's hard for me, even as an extrovert sometimes to approach that and like start that conversation. But I really How like go, breaking though? that ice. Yeah, because for me, it's really important if we're we're talking all the time online and suddenly we're standing next to each other, we should say hi. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it went really nice. Uh, we, I, yeah, it's years ago, so I can't remember exactly what we talked about, but we did have a little. But conversation. you did have a
1: conversation. It wasn't just we did have, have like, a little conversation. Kind of thumbs up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So nice. So that's nice. So uh, yeah, I might awkwardly do that to some of you if you uh, if you happen to be next to me in the lunch line and we talk online.
1: <laughs> I like it. Well, honestly, okay. So this brings up another. Um, tip I guess I would have is that you should try and make these connections in advance. Mm -hmm. Like don't wait till you're there
0: to introduce
1: yourself to the people that you'd be excited to meet. Like, um, not all events I think have done as well as config have of connecting attendees beforehand. Um, like we've got a Slack group that everyone's in so you can like see who's attending. Um, People I think are linking their Twitters from their Slack profiles. People are tweeting in advance about going to the conference. So it's pretty easy to find folks who are going and to start following them, start like interacting online first so that you have that base for when you get there, you're not like a total stranger. Um, like maybe someone online isn't gonna recognize you in person. I find that happens to me because my hair always looks different than <laughs> it does in my photos. But still, you've got like some, some start of a relationship that you can then yeah. work on nurturing in, in in the event.
0: I love the people who are so organized. They're like, "Oh, come find me. I have these cool stickers." Or I saw someone the other mm. day uh they had made like config earrings that they're just like giving away. Cool. Uh like wow. I think that's super cool when people are like being so creative and they're sort of putting something out. there being like, "Come find me. I have yes. this thing." Or like recognize me by my like config painted nails or whatever it is uh i think that's really really fun i wish i was that organized and creative
1: (laughs) i love that because that's like putting out an invitation for people like yeah and a topic
0: a topic that they can come to you with
1: yeah yeah there's the icebreaker right there it's like hey i saw you had those cool config earrings boom done um that's pretty smart actually um to do that i'm trying to get together uh to make sure that i can like prioritize having conversations with folks who are perhaps in my niche that maybe it'll be useful for us to continue to know each other. I'm gonna try gather a group of brand designers for lunch on the first day. Um, I just like dropped in the Slack channel. I was like, hey, anyone doing brand design wanna to get together on the first day? We should all meet. Um, so I think that that's gonna be cool to like meet some people who are like totally new to me, like I don't follow them online, but we work in a similar area of tech. And so that'll be really fun. That's another thing actually, is joining like the Slack channels or like engaging
0: in the like like online community where all the attendees are. What I really like about what config has done is that the Slack channel or the Slack workspace, whatever is only for live attendees. It's not for virtual attendees. And I like that they've done that because all the conversation is around like meeting IRL and fostering real in-person connections. Uh, so I think that was really smart of them, and it's so cool because you just go in there and there's people like, oh, uh, who wants to go for a run at 7 a.m. on Wednesday morning? Or <laughs> other people are like, oh, I've got these cool stickers that I'm giving away or whatever. Uh, so that's that's fun, I think.
1: Yeah, they're starting the like conference vibes yeah. early, yeah, which is cool too. And maybe a piece of advice I would give as well, because um, you know you've talked about us. We're hosting a meetup. I just said that I'm going to try to gather people for a lunch. I literally just did that. In the Slack channel. Yeah, it's like, yeah. do you work in brand design? Let's meet for lunch on this day. Um, and oh, we've now got like a, a channel in the workspace. You're right, it's got a workspace yeah. channel. <laughs> um, that I'll like drop in where we should meet when I see the venue. And I'm like, where should we do this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you don't see someone doing that, you could be the one to do it. Uh-huh, you know, totally. like be bold, put it out there. Um, if nobody shows up, no one will ever know, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> There's no harm in it. If only one person shows up, sometimes that's better. Like sometimes, I really like having yeah. a one-on-one conversation rather than like trying to have a conversation across like 10 people. Totally. I much prefer like a more intimate setting. So, hey, you've literally got nothing to lose by putting yourself out there and um, trying to create that space to meet folks who are in the same industry as you at you at a design conference. And usually you'll find people attending design conferences are Pretty nice people and they want to hang out and meet you yeah. just as much as you want to meet them.
0: And honestly, sometimes those moments are the best moments of a conference, like where something is organized by the community outside of the conference or that something spontaneous happens. Uh, I, I, I often find that those are where the real like magic happens in terms of connecting with others. So don't be afraid to to give those a go.
1: Yeah, and to like make sure you're creating those opportunities for yourself because it is a lot of effort and time investment to go to a conference. Um, I think where I first learned this was I went to one one VidCon that I went to once. I didn't have like a great experience. This was a uh, like big YouTube event that I used to go to a lot. Yeah. Um, in the previous year I'd felt like it was amazing. I had so many people I knew who were there and we just had so much fun the whole time. The next time I l- knew less people. And so I went to things, but I was kind of like a little bit too shy and I just didn't have as good a time. Cause I didn't put in effort myself to meet people yeah. and like invite myself along to things or create the space for the fun to happen. Um, and so, you know, you do have a lot of control in this. You get out of it what you put in, I guess, right? You get out of what you put in, exactly. Yep. So that totally changed my like perception around how I'm going to approach conferences going forward and VidCon was a design conference. But yeah, I apply it to this too. As I decide in advance, like what do I want to get out of this? And then what do I need to do to make it happen? How likely are you to go to a conference like, completely on your own
0: because for me I always Mm. try to find like a buddy or like someone that maybe wants to go with me just so I have that like you know it's it's Mm. nice to have that as sort of some company uh but it sounds like this VidCon like you kind of went really on your own like I guess you just hang out with people once you got there but maybe that didn't happen so much do you now try to seek out like having someone that you do know that you're sort of relatively good friends with or are you still likely to go like completely on your own to a conference
1: these days i feel like i know so many people in the design community that i wouldn't be in that situation as much yeah like there yeah. would always be someone i knew going yeah if i was thinking of going but i would absolutely just go to one by myself yeah um i went to i gosh i think it was like Smashing Magazine conference, I can't remember what they called it. Oh, yeah. But in New York, quite a few years ago now. But I went to that by myself, didn't know anyone there. Had a couple of good conversations with other attendees. um, And that was like, fine, because that's what I wanted to get out of it. I was like, I want to go to New York. Yeah. (laughs) I want to go to a design conference in New York. And I want to go to one that's specifically focused on web. And, uh, you know, I want to get out of it maybe like two to three really good conversations. Yeah. I didn't meet anyone there who I've like kept in touch with and mm. we like build a long lasting relationship, but I still feel like I got what I wanted to out of that conference. Um, maybe if I'd set my goals to be like to, okay, I'm gonna have like the most fun mm. ever, then perhaps I might not have achieved it going by myself. Yeah, but. Yeah, the, it could have been a possibility. I just would have had to have been a lot braver.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I definitely feel like i I feel like I have more fun when I have a buddy with me, like a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but i I think the first config I went to, I kind of went by myself. Uh, I didn't have like a buddy or like a close friend going, and I still had a really great time and got to meet a lot of my Twitter friends. IRL for the first time and so I just like hopped around these different like groups of people and yeah. got to meet everyone and so that's also great sometimes if you are going independently and you want a lot of like freedom to do your own thing and just mix and mingle that you know that going by yourself makes it a little bit easier uh, so I did that the first time at uh, config and
1: yeah still had a really great time and again that's because you had put an effort in advance to building relationships online. And yeah. I know you didn't do that just so that you could mm, know people that's at the conference. True. <laughs> but it's like, it's a nice benefit yeah. of networking online, being on Twitter, long may it last, um, is that you get to then have pre-made friendships, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> for, for when you're there in person. I'm so
0: curious because I went to the first one. I'm so curious now, three years later, just like compare and contrast. I mean, already the, the venue that it's going to be at is like, 10 times bigger
1: than the first one. So how many people were at the first one? Because I'm looking in the Slack right now and there's like 2000 members in the introductions channel. Okay,
0: no, that's, (laughs) that's under reporting. I... I heard that there's gonna be nine thousand attendees at config in person. Uh, I would say the first one was maybe two thousand max okay, okay. Potentially even less than that. So this this is gonna be big. It's gonna be big.
1: Okay. Now I wasn't feeling any sort of nervousness. <laughs> now maybe I'm starting to feel a little bit.
0: Okay, okay. Well, it's all right. We've got each other. Uh, we'll we've do got each fine. other. We've got our. <laughs> we've got our
1: plan of what sessions we want to go to and what conversations we have. It's it's going to be fun. Yeah, huge fun topic. I, this is good. To yeah, talk about. I hope this is useful for anyone who. Isn't attending conference, like I said, it's <laughs> over by now, but uh, is attending a design conference in the future? Just I think if you approach it with intention and you get to decide what you want to get out of it, right? Yeah. Like you don't have to go to a design conference being like this has to be the most fun time I've ever had in my life or this has to be like the thing that changes my career. You know, set some some realistic goals for what you want to get out of it and what will you feel happy about if you reach the end and yeah. you did those things and then make sure that you make choices when you're there to make them happen because uh, you're in control of that.
0: Yeah, and I would say just have fun and don't worry if you don't make it to all the sessions or all the sessions yes. you want to go to. Like. Just hanging out with people and being there is almost just as valuable as the sessions. So Absolutely, have a good time. I didn't.
1: I didn't say that as a tip, but I will add this one on as a bonus at the end. That it is always worth skipping a session to continue a conversation. The good conversation yeah. that you're having. If you've got a chance to connect with someone who you've been like wanting to talk to, and they can only do it during that session, skip the session. You can watch it online later or find the information later, but you might not get a chance again to have that conversation or that connection. 100%. I agree. Always worth it. Good tip. Uh, Where can people go to listen to more episodes? Head to designlife.fm to find more episodes of this show. And I think next week, we might bring you a config takeaways where we actually talk about how the event went. If you're not too sick of hearing about this event by now. sorry not sorry but yeah i hope that you'll enjoy it we'll get to pass on some of the learnings if you weren't there or maybe you'll get to reminisce if you were at the event
0: yeah and if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about you can always tweet us at design life fm or send us an email hello at design
1: yes we would love to hear from you all right fam i'll see you in person soon yeah see you at the conference <laughs> bye, bye. bye.